Hi, and welcome to Scotland's food podcast, Nibble Scotland. My name is June Carroll, and this is my journey to find out about the people behind Scotland's outstanding food scene and celebrate the many food champions around the country. This week, as the country is in lockdown with COVID-19, I'm delighted to welcome John Murray to today's podcast via Zoom. John is currently establishing the Highland Food and Wine Club, a membership model which will promote all the producers in the Highlands at shows, exhibitions and offer a digital shopping channel. John has a wealth of experience in the food industry. He has sat on the Scottish Grocers Federation National Board, a director of High Life Highland and a non-exec director of Farmer Jones Academy, a skills company for the food and drink in schools. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, it'd be great if you could drop a review and ensure that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Please follow us on social media at Nibble Scotland for a first look at future guests and a behind-the-scenes look of everything mentioned in each episode. So let's chat for me, and in light with our new social distancing world, I welcome John to join me for coffee over Zoom. So welcome, John. Thank you for joining us today. Um, we're really quite excited to hear about all of what you've got to do up in the Highlands. Um, so can you please just give us a little bit of an intro about who you are, your background, what brought okay. you into the food industry? Well, well th- thanks for having me. Um, well, I've been in the, the food industry for a, quite a considerable time now. Um, I started out um, as a mechanic and after I served my time with that, I ended up by default going into family business, which was wholesale fruit and vegetables, and it was transport. So we, we had some trucks and we used to distribute fruit and vegetables around the highlands to restaurants and hotels and chip shops. And we used to move uh, fresh fish and potatoes um, in bulk around the country. Uh, so we had, you know, two different sides of the business. But so, yes, did that and then ended up in retail. Um, I wanted to do something for myself. So um, I, we ended up in retail and I built up a chain of retail stores. So uh, spa shops uh, primarily um, throughout the Highlands from, from Caithness down to Aviemore over to Keith. Um, so I own 15 shops overall um, okay. and I kind of bought and sold um and I think I got out alive at the right time. Um, and uh, I decided then that I wanted to do something else. So I worked for Scotland Food and Drink for a couple of years. And um, just since last August, I've been working on this kind of project. It's been in the back of my mind for a while, but um, to set up a, a regional food group, which we've called the Highland Food and Drink Club. Um, it's a community interest company. I've formed that with uh, one other, which is Cecilia. She runs an events company, social media marketing. Uh, she's got, I think, four or five employees. So it's just the two of us at the moment, but we hope to build a, a group, a, a strong board of directors to, to, to give it direction. Um, I think with the experience of Scotland Food and Drink and seeing all the other good things that go on around the country with various different offerings of regional food groups, um, we hope to take the best of the best and put it together and hopefully become the best in class regional food area in Scotland. So Yeah, so uh, tell me about like so in, in the Highlands, the region you've got the biggest region to cover. Um, and you have some really exciting food trails. You have the North Coast 500. You have lots of quite exciting things that are happening. Is there key experiences around the Highlands which will be 
involved? Well, that's what we hope to do. I'm all about collaboration. So um, I, I don't believe in duplication. Um, and what we want to do is work with all the established organisations. So we, we, we're going to build a farm to fork offering. It's going to be all the way through. We will be a membership organisation. That's not there at the moment in these these times. Uh, so our our launch, so the press release is actually just going out um, last night. Um, okay. uh, and, you know, so we're very, very new. Um, we have got a different... Um, various different stages but and they're not coming around in the order that we would have chosen to do uh, but in light of the covid um situation we're taking forward the concept of having an online um food and drink larder uh, for highlands and islands produce uh, based in Inverness selling direct to consumer rest of UK so, so we're is that going to be a uh dropship model or a click and collect model or how are you going to distribute that's, that's going to be distributed uh, through courier uh, direct to your door rest of uk um so that's quite a big project we're currently at the stage that we're just wanting people to sign up register an interest by filling in the survey um we have spoken to our colleagues up in Orkney shetland as well about getting them on board with um so it's the full um highlands murray Orkney and Shetland, Western Isles, um, okay. so uh, the larder. And am I, am I right in thinking you got some uh, some of the funding that was issued recently, the Scottish Enterprise? Uh, well, we got some regional food funding. That's the only funding we've secured so far, which we're very thankful of, is Connect Local. Um, so we, we got that, um, and now we're just in the process now of going to apply for various different innovation funds, um, and, and we'll be looking for some core funding as well. Uh, we have built a model that is quite self-sustainable if things go right. Um, but going back to your earlier point, um, the farm to fork, the food trails, etc. We once we get the the, the range of of producers on board um, and the outlets, so we're gonna we're, we're, the membership strands will will go all the way through. So if we've got a number of outlets, so food service outlets, and in these times. Who knows when they're going to be able to open again? But uh, when they do open, um, and people hopefully want to to come to Scotland to experience it, um, then we hope to enhance that offering. So work. We want to be the food and drink specialist, so working along with North Coast Five Hundred and be their food and drink um, trail creator. Because you mentioned that there's trails, but I'm not aware that there's a food and drink trail in in Western Isles, but I'm not really aware of any in in Highlands. Or, of a food trail um, so that's the types of thing we want to bring events uh, create some of our own events but mostly add to existing events and, and just bring the producers with the outlets and put it all mix it up and, and just make something special um, out of region promotion is is something uh, that you know the Orkney model for me is is the best in class of what they Absolutely. do Absolutely, promoting under the banner uh, mm. The Orkney brand—they're all proud of the brand, and that's what we. Our part of our role is to, to, to the Highland Food and Drink Club is, is seen as a, a trusted quality brand that that we can go to trade shows, we can go to Taste the Grampian, we can go to various different uh, uh, UK uh, shows, and and it's going to make it easier for the producers because the producers, you know, they're busy people generally. 
you know, they're buried in their business, they're making good quality products. So if we can take as the Orkney model is, and it's very successful, if they can take some of that um, distribution problems and, and cost, even shared cost, it's going to be it, it, it's going to be successful. So I, I'm, you probably can tell I'm quite passionate about it, quite excited about it. Well, it's like born, it's like a new baby being born. It's you, it's the whole concept. Yeah, I think it's very exciting. Very exciting, but I, I'm I'm realistic about it too. I'm a, I'm a realist, you know what I mean. And at the end of the day, it has to have enough uh, revenue stream to keep it afloat. Because you Absolutely. know, it, it, what do you think is going to be the big challenge? Is it going to be getting the producers on board, or marketing it, or the distribution? Where's the, where are the challenges are building the internet? I think it's I think it's getting the clear message across to what we're setting out to do because what we're setting out to do is probably in many ways too many things so we need to take a step at a side so I mean the first stage we're at as I said is the e-commerce bit so so some people uh, they'll buy into that and they might not have an online offering themselves so they might think this is our opportunity uh, you'll have other ones that are 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 doing online but not doing online very well. Um, and you'll have other ones that do it exceptionally well and they do a lot of business through it. Now, that ones, they might say, well, why would I want to give a margin away when I'm selling it direct to consumer myself? Well, the, the upsell there is if you're part of that bigger basket spend, the, the bigger basket choice on, on, on the web, then you would hope to gain. So done a bit of market research. This is a bit more of it, but I mean, we've had a couple of like pretty big names that do it well they've both said that they would want to be in our offering online. Um, and they were both keen to support the initiative in terms of the, the club, you know, the, the, the group, because yeah. I don't know, it, you know, it often comes as news to people, but, um, you know, Highlands and Murray are, are, are two of the very few areas in the whole of Scotland that have not got a regional food group. Oh, really? They haven't got a regional food group, so okay. you know, and that is uh, that's the the gap we we aim to fill, um, and and support because you know the Highlands and Murray, you know, it's a, as you said earlier, it's it's a huge landmass, but it's also particularly Murray Speyside um, and and that region, it's it's quite a large chunk of the overall um, income generated for Scotland. Mm -hmm. if, if you go into the whiskey and the, the big whiskey, you know. Yeah, that's it too. Yeah. What's been the big, the biggest surprise like, as you evolve a new business? I mean, times like this is a really hard time for many people, but it does like bring you forward and make you sort of springboard for success into a new project like this, which I think is extremely exciting. Has there been some surprises that have been coming up as you've done your research and what people are doing? Because a lot of these companies have adapted yes. their behaviors so what have been the surprises that have been happening up there and i think well i, th I think um we're similar to all other regions and i think what's going on at the, the long term i don't think anyone knows what the what what the landscape the food and drink landscape is going to look like but i mean we've got going up here the same as the whole of the country i think is that there's great initiatives um, and there's a lot of hardship and and i think that I just speaking to someone on the phone earlier, and I just think there's not much in between. I think there's people flat out just absolutely can't cope with demand, and there's the other people sitting at home looking at the walls, going, 
I don't know if I've got a house or a business after this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so no, there's been box games. You know, there's been the whole route to market thing has changed. But the the good thing is that the support of local um, has just been, you know. Well, uh, magnified. I think that whole shopping experience has changed quite fast. I think that people are now, some of the research I'm seeing is people are now, when they come out of this lockdown, they want to just buy from the farmer. They want to keep those relationships that they've got. So having a sort of portal where they can just go in and just buy it all together yes. would be quite key for them. And I, I think, though, my, the only concern I would say I have out of that is the the affordability of it all afterwards, I think, is that, you know, as a long term, if, if the food um, and the price or whatever is not, so if they go to Aldi or Little or any of the other big supermarkets, you know, they can get their shopping for so much cheaper, then that's all going to start to play a part at the moment. They're just happy to get it. But yeah. long. So who knows? Um, but I think there's a lot of positives. Yeah, and I think it's interesting as well that I think, if you're only really, really meant to be going out to get your shopping once a week, people are actually putting, they're thinking about what they're buying. They're thinking about the quality of the food that's coming into their house and actually put, distributing their budget uh, more appropriately. I mean, I know for myself, I would be, it'd be a terrible one for popping in and out of a supermarket uh, and get, I'm just picking up the latest, whatever is needing to be. But actually thinking, I'd rather have the quality meat and these meals done. I think it's sort of slightly different. There's um, a lot, lot of collaboration happening. Yeah. What, amazing. Yeah. A lot of the different food groups and the channels. Uh, yes. And a lot, like, a lot of like, what would have been really, I mean, when you see the likes of Breaks and Bidfood working together, yeah. oh my goodness, that is brilliant. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They, they, they were um, strong competitors and now they're working together. Uh, and there's lots of that going on. It's uh -huh. that people in the, you know, the wholesale channel, they're helping each other out with stock and, and movement and stuff. And I think that's really good, you know. Has there been a huge, has there been a sort of area, obviously we've got, we've had, we have the health challenge now, but has there been an area where in the Highlands there's been a sort of failure why this hasn't come together before now? Good question. Uh, <laughs> good question. Well, I struggle, I, I think, um, often personalities get in the way of things. Um, I think that's part of the issue. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I often think it's it's down to that they don't take the holistic view and think that they'll all grow better together. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you market, if you market, say, um, I don't know, the Caribbean Islands, for example, because I'm speaking to someone that's doing a marketing campaign for them, and it's like, they've all come together now to market themselves together rather than individual islands. And, you know, they, they will become stronger together, but it's yeah. just getting that belief. Um, so that, yeah. that's hopefully, that's part of our job really is to get the highlands to, to believe that it's stronger together, you know, so. It's a nice way of taking it. And I think perhaps there's a way of bringing everybody onwards together and for them all to learn and support each other. Maybe that might be part of your model of how you I hope so. Because we, we do want it to be, you know, I think I, I would like to get to the point that we, we can become quite uh, bullish, if you like, about it, is that if they're not an active member, um, then maybe it's not for them. Because, yeah. we, you know, we, we 
we want it to be an active and vibrant club that, that and that takes both sides to be delivering do you know what i mean that both to be you know involved and doing their bit we don't even you know even if we don't want people to just be paying their membership and think well that's their job down there just they'll not bother you know? yeah. what's your time scale in getting this so so we're 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 looking at you know really hard for the next two to three weeks and and grabbing that data um so you know, when our magic number is 100, so if we can get 100 producers, uh, we will then take that to the point, right, okay, we're going to start looking at the the monetary side of it. For the, That's for the e-commerce side, okay? So that, that gives us, um, we'll know what categories they're in, so brewing, distilling, baking, farming, fishing, um, and then how how that's looking like in a basket. How, would that, how appealing would that be? What's their range? So we'll do a bit of ranging, um, what what does that um, look like? Is it attractive enough? And then can we make enough money out of that? Mm. You know, it's not a money thing. It's absolute that we have to be able to pay our bills. So as a business, yeah. I th I, th I think I mean as I said, the the, the original plan was really going to be about membership. It was about um, getting routes to market for them and working with like Scotland Food and Drink and all the other partners. But I, I'm quite well connected myself, so yeah, you know. Wouldn't be fully reliant on that, but I would, you know, again, collaboration is key. There's no point in tripping over each other because we all want to, to, we all want the same goal. Yeah, you know, we all want to work. So you've got this idea in your mind of of the business. If you got an extra fifty thousand pounds, what would be the icing and the cake that would make this the Rolls Royce of Highlands Food and Drink Club? We'd need a lot more than fifty thousand, but never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's um, yeah. Well, you know, our we we I very much I I've built my own business with the philosophy of always start with the end in mind. Um. So we we've planned our exit, um, which is in five years, and our exit is that we would like to see, and the, the money would go towards this. We want to build a team. We want to build a team. So we're going to go hard at it for the first two years, and then we want to start building the team. Then for the next three years, that team will gain all these connections and build their relationships so that they can, the younger team, can take it on to the next level. So very much it's all about the team building. And this, this is a legacy project in many okay. ways. You know, I want this to be a legacy project. I want to... To look back in five, ten years and go, I'm really proud of that. That was really good work, you know. Yeah. So the money, so the money well, you know, money. Um, you know, I think we found out through this whole process that money doesn't carry as much value as some people thought. Do you know what I mean? But it is hugely. Yeah. It's it's required, uh, but it would make us more professional. It would it would take us up there quicker, and um, so. Yes, that, that's what the difference the money would make. It would just, you know, if you've got a team of people, things are so much easier to do. Yeah. So on the podcast, have you got a call out for um, key producers to contact you? Yeah, well, I mean, as I said, it's going out. We're going to go out now on social. I've got a whole um, pile of business cards here to, to go and work my way through. So if we can get a few guys that are, that are up there, um, you know, and we will be speaking to the Diageos of this world and Glenn Grants, etc. too, Loch Stewart Salmon, 
um, we need them all. We need them from the seedlings right up to the to the to the big guys, yeah. um, because that's what's going to strengthen our offering. Is if we see the value in being together, you know. Okay. And and uh, like for the trade shows and stuff, you know, that's when like if we can go, if we could go to the dream would be if we can go to like Taste the Grampian, for example, which I think is probably the biggest single day show or two day show for for consumer. If we could go as a collective and have you know, 15 or 20 producers there all under a brand and proud yeah. of that, like Belladram and, and, you know, different events and because like Food from Argyle, for example, they come up to Belladram every year. Well, how good, and they're branded Food from Argyle, how good would it Beautiful. be if, if next door to, uh, to Food from Argyle was Food from the Highlands and, and Dougie at Belladram's totally up for that. Yeah. Well, you, you should be there. <laughs> it's almost like they're in Kyle's like infiltrating your patch there. Yeah, but no, but they've been there for years, so we're not going. We're we're not going to do away with them. We'll add to them. You know what I mean? Because th these uh, stalls anyway. So yeah, it's going to be the biggest change in the market is going to be over the next few the next year or so as we Definitely. all change shopping habits and new opportunities. And now the technology has caught up. Building shopping platforms is an easier process to do yes. um, and a lot cheaper than it used to be. Yeah, no, it should be an exciting future. Well, I wish you continued success. Thank you very much. And and th th it, thank you for having me on. It's been really good. Good. My pl pleasure. Well, I think maybe we should have another catch on in about six months' time and let's hear how it's gone. That would be good. And uh, yeah. hopefully we'll tell you all good things. Precisely. That's what we want to import, encourage everybody around the country. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Okay, thank you. So there you have it. The Highland Food and Drink Club welcomes you to participate. If you're a producer in the area, the details to, to contact them are in the show notes. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, it'd be great if you could drop a review and ensure that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Follow us on social media at Nibble Scotland for the first look at future guests and a behind-the-scenes look for everything mentioned in each episode. Take care for now and we hope to see you back here soon. Bye.